From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 414. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and the Canalea Pen Company. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. How are you? Fine and dandy, my friend. Fine and dandy. I'm excited. There's a delivery on the way for me. It's going to take a little bit of time, but as a follow-up item, I guess, to start the show, Brad did, in fact, put a package in the mail, and it's on the way. I forgot. I should have put that as the number one follow-up item. Have you tracked it at all? Like, I haven't, yeah. I haven't tracked it since, yeah, since it's, I've it's moving. It. Has yeah, it left Miami? Uh, I, be- I believe it has left America now, yeah. Okay. All right. So, we'll we'll keep an eye on that because we don't know when you'll actually get it no matter what it is, so i would <laughs> no say no matter what we do it will either be next week or definitely the week after based on on uh the way that things have been right now for me it's like okay. it's less a bit slower than usual but like mm-hmm. it all depends on the custom stuff really exactly so like i mark it when i do things like this i mark them as gift right so it's got a low rate it's marked as gift which is you know different classification than merchandise hello to welcome to shipping talk yep ship talk. and um mm-hmm. um so it sh- technically should clear quicker but you just don't know right yeah so th- so if basically if it doesn't get caught in customs i'll have it by next week if it mm-hmm. does then it will be the week after that would be my expectation we're just having so many mail problems right now sure like, we we get a uh, coffee we have a coffee subscription right so we mm-hmm. have uh, coffee come to the house like pretty much every week, um, and we have one company that we use called Pact. Uh, they're they're about every seven to eight days or something like that. They'll send a new bag, and then I recently found another company called I think like Gustatory. And a lot of these like coffee subscription companies here in the UK, at least, uh, they they roast their own stuff, right? Mm-hmm, send it right. to you but this other company gustatory they buy beans from like renowned european roasteries in small batches and so it's like just as a, a, a like a variety thing but the whole point of what i'm trying to say here is we are currently expecting like five bags of coffee to arrive because <laughs> they're all backed up and this keeps happening right like we get yes. none for a few weeks and then it all arrives so and then we're good for a little while longer so i guess any day now our mailbox is gonna just be rammed to the gills with with coffee beans yeah that's how like i didn't have that bad of an experience i actually had a great experience with my bung box pen the fujiyama blue but it got all the way here to atlanta and was scheduled for a delivery day on Tuesday and then didn't show up. It's like, you know, you mm. check, the, check the tracking and it's like, okay, scheduled today by the end of the day. And it didn't show. So you go and look the next day and it's like, oh, yeah, we're delayed. And, uh, you know, that was uh, there was heavy protests that day in Atlanta, you know, rightfully so. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it just, you know, there was just extenuating circumstances. And like the whole world is an extenuating circumstance right now. So shipping's just taking a while. Mm-hmm. But I have more shipping to talk about today, you, Mike. So just ha- quickly, you don't yeah, have yeah, the yeah, Fujiyama yeah. Blue yet. It's still on the way? No, no, no. It's here. Oh. It, it, came when, it came after the show last week, so I've had it almost a week now. It's well, literally clipped to my shirt pocket. Oh, it's fantastic. Good. Like, it's, it's exactly what I want in a limited edition sailor type of pen, right? Okay. It's a unique colorway. It's like a blue translucent barrel. The blue is the barrel is more translucent than I noticed in pictures, which I like, I prefer. And then it's got solid light blue finials and of course the wonderful uh, rotten Mount Fuji in the in the top cap. And it's the metal section's great. It has the ink tells more on the nib. It comes with a medium fine nib and I inked it up with Sailor Sky High and I've been yep. using it uh, ever since. So like I, I I adore it. Like this is this is why I try not to buy all the things. So when there's one that really jumps, I can I can go for it. And this one is I, I'm happy I did. Yeah, and then you don't feel so bad, right? Because yes, you're not yeah. spending lots of money very frequently. You're spending lots of money way less. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're still spending lots of money, you're just spreading it out more. Spreading so like it out. if yeah. something comes out tomorrow. I'll go, wow, that pen is perfect for me, but I just got this one and I don't need that one, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, and then you end up with too many pens and then you just have to sell them off anyway. And, you know, it's a it's a whole it's a whole cycle. We'll talk about, um, we need to have a whole show on consumption <laughs> and consumerism one day. Um, even though there's, 
there's no definitive way to have that conversation, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, you know, I try to, I try to manage it, but you know, I spend a lot of money on pens and stationery. There's, there's no two ways about it. It's my, it's my escape. It's my hobby. It's my job. It's my love. And, um, that's where my, my extra funds go to. And very I like nice. my Fujiyama blue. Yep. Very nice. You, you were saying about shipping then i cut you off yeah, yeah you that's, have some, that's probably you have a good, good update well i'm dreading okay something mike okay. not okay. in a bad way in a good way do you dread something the, in a good way y- is, is what that you're possible saying. i don't mm. think it is no i think you said yeah. something then realized you shouldn't say it that way and now mm-hmm. you're trying to like eject a seat out of it but it's too late now. <laughs> well i'm seeing the light of what the kickstarter fulfillment is going to be for the go. retro 51 pin mm-hmm. And I'm going, wow, that's a lot of pens I'm going to have to ship. And the reason these thoughts are in my head is because the pens are done. The pens are done. I they can't are, believe I, be- it. I can't either. I kind of can. I kind of can't. I don't know. It's like, I just mean based can- on other stuff we've done. And of course, there's different reasons, but it's so yeah. fast. <laughs> this was really fast. Really fast. It's like I'm not ready to ship, you know, 800 and whatever the number of pens is. Yep. But, um, they are at Retro 51. They okay. are sending the final 50% of the bill invoice to me today. It will be paid. Those pins will be shipping to me probably next week or the week after. Very nice. Um, they they come pretty fast. It's going to be the UPS guy or however they're going to send these is not going to be thrilled with this delivery <laughs> because no. it'll be nine, gig- nine boxes of 100 pins each. That'll be taller than me by a good margin. And... Um, it's uh, it's a lot of pins. <laughs> like that's the part that's intimidating me. It's like this is a big number, but the good thing is that it's all kind of the same type of shipping. So this is a long way of saying we're getting pretty close to be able to fulfill this Kickstarter for the product for the pin and the poster. Along with the pins, Anna sent me yesterday or two days ago the first pass of the poster so the way the poster is working is we're getting a color layer on the bottom with like digital printing so a lot of the color um, will be on there and then the posters are getting a second pass through the letterpress machine for the remainder of the logos so it's going to have a good tactile feel it's going to look really neat so all of this is coming together at the same time which means i'll say in about a month I'll be ready to ship these. I'm guessing, you know, I don't know exactly, right? There's going to be a lot of pre-packing. Like we got to get tubes and we got to get sleeves for the posters. Like there's going to be a lot of manual labor involved, but I bet by July we're going to be shipping this, Mike, which surprises me. That's just fantastic. Yeah. I feel, I feel good about it. Um, I'm ready to see the pins. Um, I, even though I know what they look like already, they, I've never had a retro 51 that didn't, that wasn't exactly correct from the prototype. So mm-hmm. I know they're going to be great. I'm looking forward to getting them and I'm looking forward to getting them all in everyone's hands. I think uh, everyone's going to be very happy with this and we definitely appreciate the support for this campaign and it's not done yet. We just don't know what the, uh, what the rest, <laughs> rest of the campaign is going to be at this time, but it's going to be something. Man, Yeah. I'm, I'm pleased that we're getting this part done so fast. Like that, yeah. that feels good to me. Uh, Agreed. And and then we can work out what the rest is going to be, right? Like, we just we just really don't know yet, but... Yeah, it I'm gives us some that, runway. Yeah, I mean, also, it's just like, I was just naturally expecting that there was going to be some kind of delays to the manufacture of the pens, right? Mm. Because mm-hmm. everything is delayed, or the shipping is wild. So, again, pen addict listeners always find out this information first, like... I'm finally, I believe, got the all of the many, 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 many issues worked out with the most recent run of the Theme System Journal. And they're on a boat right now because to to put them on a plane, it was going to cost three times as much as it did last time, even though we have two-thirds of the order size because there just aren't a lot of planes leaving China. So they're on a boat. And that 
means many weeks of shipping mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to a day or two. So, you know, it's just like I, I was expecting that we would have some kind of delay because it just feels like no matter where things are being made right now, things are moving more slowly for obvious reasons. So I'm I'm very excited to know that we're going to be... Uh, going to be having them and then the only delay is just just caused by brad really which is <laughs> right this is a this is a single threaded shipping process for uh-huh. eight what was the final number like 828 828 individual mm-hmm. orders handled by me so yeah once i start shipping i will not end shipping for a while yeah it's you know <laughs> so we'll have some conversations done, so yes know artisanal uh pen packing and shipping so everybody yes. can know that the the man that they love so dearly which is you has mm-hmm. handled as brad handled every single package yep you know yep i do so. wish that i was in a position to be able to help you like <laughs> you know yeah i thought about like what if i flew anna here for like a weekend and we just did all this stuff and yeah. then like recorded it and did something stupid but no that wouldn't work it'll be fine it's um the best part about this is i can batch labels because so many orders are similar it's just the physical packing of all this stuff not oh, a big yeah deal. i've done it i've done this a million times mm-hmm. it and it always goes better than i anticipate the, so just the the overall takeaway is the retro 51 portion of this campaign went completely best case scenario from beginning to end and so we're going to get the pins early and we'll uh, be able to do it all early strip everything early instead of you know we're looking at july instead of you know september or later yep and then uh we still have a couple of months to go to work out something yep something but I'm really something, something, pin show, something. Really pleased about that. All right, let's take our first break and thank the Canalea Pen Company for the support of this week's episode. Canalea Pen Co. make wonderful pens inspired by stunning images of Hawaii. Canalea's founders, Hugh and Carol, believe that these locations can help recharge your spirit, connect you with nature. That's what Hawaii is all about. It's what makes it such a special place. And they do such an incredible job of transporting that feeling that spirit that design to the products that they make they're beautiful and the execution of every single cantilever pen is just outstanding this is where for me and for brad this company truly shines every pen is handmade in a process that means that no two pens will ever look alike which i think is such a special thing to know that the pen that you're buying is your pen. Nobody else has one that looks like it. And every single nib is tuned before it ships to customers by Hugh himself to make sure that it will be perfect for you when you receive it. Canalea have a wide variety of styles of material and shapes of pen, and they're all fantastic. You're not going to find a better collection like just one single collection. You go to their page, look at their products. I believe that that is like the best single collection of pens <laughs> that you can buy today. Like You will find something, multiple things there that you're going to love. Both me and Brad own multiple Canalea pens at this point. I believe uh, what the one I'm going to talk about right now has found its way into Brad's permanent collection. And every new release is full of tons of excitement. I want to remind you of their latest, which is the Kona Cherry, inspired by the world-renowned Kona Coffee Bean. Uh, they, it's, it has a, the, the, the beans themselves that, that hold the coffee. We talked about coffee earlier. They're actually a rich red color. This has been encapsulated in the design. But it's not just a red pen. It features so much depth and complexity with lots of transparency in the body as well. It really brings that, that whole look to life. Canalea pens feature Joe's number six nibs, and you can buy steel or 18-karat gold nibs directly from Canalea. They also offer rose gold too, which is a personal favorite of mine, uh, from extra fine to 1.1-millimeter stub across their nib uh, line. And they also ship every pen in a beautifully packaged keepsake box. Um, you can check out their range of pens right now at canaleapenco.com. That's K-A-N-I-L-E-A-P-E-N-C-O.com. And right now, participate in the Choose Your Aloha celebration from uh, for the Kona Cherry pen. All of the models of the Kona Cherry are now available on a three- to four-week wait from purchase to delivery. Canalea usually have a 12- to 16-week wait, so this is much better. Uh, and Canalea Penco are going to continue donating a portion of the profits to the food basket, and which is Hawaii's uh, Islands Food Bank and the West Hawaii Community Health Center. So go to canaleapenco.com and choose your aloha today. Our thanks to Canalea Penco for their support of this week's episode of The Pen Addict and Relay FM. 
So here's the, here's the highest praise I can give the Canalea Penco, and this really goes for any pen in my collection. So we all get to the point where, in my case, I get about 10 pens inked up, and that starts to be too many, right? I'm mm-hmm. Five or six inked up pens is my good good place. So you start to get up to that 10 or 12 number, and I look at all the pens that I have inked up and say, okay, I haven't been using this one in a while. Should I ink it up? Or I want to, you know, there's another pen I want to ink up. Um, do I want to replace this one? So I just did this, I don't know, about a week or two ago. I was like, I've been using this Canalea Kona Cherry for a while, and I should rotate it out and use something else. So, and along with like, you know, three or four other pens that I wanted to clean out. And you pick up that pen and like I unscrewed the cap and I was like, oh yeah, this is filled with the orange ink, you know, the Robert Oster fire on fire that I make. And it's just like this good combination and I'm writing with it. You know, it's like, it's like I'm saying goodbye for now because we're going to clean it out and, uh, and store it away. And then I was like, nope, I just put the cap back on it and put it back in the case. Like that, ha- <laughs> that's <laughs> like, nope, we're just going to keep it for now. So <laughs> that's how that, that's how that works. And, um, that's how I know, like I have a good pen on my hands when like, that's when I, my intent is yep. to rotate it out and use other pens. And then I actually don't. And that the Kona cherry's fallen into that category for oh me recently. God. It's kind of funny. All right, Mike. I am very interested on this next topic because I'm very, Mm, let's go. I'm a novice at this next topic, and it's really it's pen addict adjacent topic. It's digital planners, mm-hmm. and we're only talking about this because of a screenshot you sent me of the Sumkin digital planner. We're gonna I'll elaborate on Sumkin and all this stuff, but I want to know what you sent me and why you sent me that, and why you found it so amazing. So yesterday, uh, I think we're eating lunch and Adina turns to me and she's like, oh, I like the look of this Sumkin digital planner. Um, but like, I'm, I'm not sure like what, if I would want to use it or it might be too complex for me to get into. We'll get into what that means in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I, but I noticed something on the page and like, I just had to say like, can you just give me your phone a second? Because <laughs> I saw some advertising copy that I kind of couldn't believe so this is on their main page right now it's not actually linked anywhere so i can't link it for prosperity Mm -hmm. so i'm actually going to include a a screenshot of what i'm talking about in the show notes (laughs) and so they are making a digital planner which ideally works best with an ipad and an apple pencil so in their hype for this they have a picture of the Dita Rams transistor radio, then they have an iPod next to it. And that's what caught my eye. I was like, are they saying this works on an iPod? So I read it and it says, copy says, we're in good company. 1960s, Dita Rams designs the T3 transistor radio for Braun. 2000s, Johnny Ive designs the iPod for Apple. 2020s, Theodore Sumkin designs the digital one task weekly planner for Sumkin. Get over yeah. yourself, Sumkin. Yeah. Get over yourselves. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, You've changed the world, Sumkin. Congratulations. This come is something on. I would, This is something I would totally write for Knock, right? Like Ugh. we it's like, you know, <laughs> Some comment about the Lamy 2000 and the Rotring 600 and the Knock Brass Town, blah, blah. <laughs> like, if they are being serious, which I really hope that they're not, like, this is <laughs> so egregious. There's like, no way there. There's no way they're being serious. I don't know, Brad. It's got to really be somewhat tongue in cheek. Right? I genuinely hope so. Like, but like, there's nothing else about this page suggests that they're making any jokes. I agree. I agree, but right? you can't read that and not think it's kind of egregious and hilarious. So yeah, I, I there's there has to be some tongue in cheek with that. Um, but anyway, this so. is an interesting product for for yes. a variety of reasons. One of them, okay, so there's two things that 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 interest me the most about this. One that Sumkin is a paper planning planner company, right? They build their company around offering paper products and a really dang good one at the in my that, opinion fantastic right like i have bought multiple sumkin uh products as gifts because the, they look so good they're designed so nicely not to a dita rams level but you know <laughs> nice uh and 
because frankly, the thing. No, I'm not going to get into it. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't do this all day. Um, so you know, it's it it's an interesting that they've made this decision. Um, but the other thing that is interesting to me is the price points and the mm. multiple price points that they have. Um, so there are four products you can buy. There is the trial version, which is a weekly planner, the weekly planner basic version, then the tailored version, and then the tailored plus. And it starts from one euro to 55 euro to 200 euro to 500 euro. Um, and I'm a little bit confused about the price points. So there's a lot to be confused about. I just want to say, Brad, the, the that mm-hmm. copy about the Dieter Rams and Johnny Ive, it's also in the product descriptions for these notebooks. So they <laughs> okay. believe they believe it. Right. <laughs> they're in. They're they're in. They're in. So this is not the first paper company to make digital products, right? Moleskin mm-hmm. is very famous for this. They do not have this type of thing, but they create their own apps, which are mm-hmm. just really, really good. We're very well respected among the digital community. And there are digital companies that will make calendars like this digital calendars that you download and use in various apps um let's just say you know on an ipad even though mm-hmm. they're you know can probably be used on many many uh tablets and platforms and styles i'm, I'm yeah. assuming so i have more questions and answers about this in that i'm wondering how this works period mm. so i went and bought the the one euro trial, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get we'll get back to the price points because that's one of the th- the prime topics I want to cover. So I bought the one euro trial last night when Mike Mike sent me this. I I was just crying, laughing at at Mike at Mike losing his mind over this. Then I was like, well, I want to try this product just yep. to see what it is, and I'll take the the one euro and buy the buy the week. And the kicker is, which is not very clear. It's only on like one of the product pages, like. This is primarily designed to use with GoodNotes, which is an iOS and Mac app, a very, very good and popular one. Mm. So people who, you know, other digital companies who build types of calendar apps, journal apps, um, to-do list apps will make files that you can import into GoodNotes and use within them. Am I saying that somewhat accurately, Mike? There are lots of apps. So GoodNotes is one. Notability is another one that I like. Mm-hmm. Um Honestly, like you could use this in, in in Apple Notes. You could put it in and just draw on it with the 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 pencil stuff that's in Apple Notes. Like th- there are lots of different applications on iOS uh, mm-hmm. that this will work with. It will, I'm sure it will work with many applications on Windows if you have a Surface product with the mm-hmm. pen. Like, but they have chosen at its, at one core, where it, they know it works with this one. They haven't tested yeah. it widely. But at its core, it's a PDF file. Yes. And you can open that PDF file and essentially write on it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're made to use like your Apple Pencil, for example. Open this file, go to the date, and then write your notes on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's the basic idea here. And the, I guess here's my biggest question, and it's just like a usability question. There's guidelines on these pages, and we're going to talk specifically about the pages contained within in just a second. But there's guidelines, but there's no restrictions on where you write. Is that correct? So let's say you have a monthly calendar in front of you, and you see dates 1 through 30 in blocks. It's just like you would see a typical calendar. So I could go up to you know, June 1st and write podcast with Mike, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, But there's nothing, there's no restrictions to how... I write in that block is is that the best way to put it right it's not like individual lines it's like a block even though there might be dots or grids or lines to guide you air quotes there's no true guides well, yeah. for your pencil there's not like a field i guess is the, the way no, i'm working it's, a, it's just it's like a if flat it was file pen and you're paper. writing on top of yeah like right. you know like the, the, nothing stopping you 
on a paper notebook either, right? Like, right. It's, right. But, but like it's people, you know, some people I think would consider it differently if it's digital. They they think, oh, like this is a digital product. It's not. It's basically just a digital piece of paper and your Apple yes. Pencil is a digital writing implement. So everything that you would do if you had pen and paper, you would do here too. So if you took your pen and you put it in the bottom right corner and drew a line up to the top left corner you will draw a line across the entire page yes right so that in the same way the that guidance like, i was looking for yeah it has a lot of um has a lot of sections this this mm-hmm. notebook and if you were thinking it was a digital product you would think oh i'll just tap the section and go to the place it doesn't work like that the sections mm-hmm. are merely to just indicate to you visually where you are Right, so like when Adina saw this, she was like, "Why don't they just make an app, right? Because then all of mm-hmm. that stuff will work, right?" So like, if they made an app version of this, you would tap on the meal planner pages, and it would take you to the meal planner, right? In mm-hmm. theory, but like I personally wouldn't want them to make an app because I know that Zoomking, because they're they're a company, they don't do this. They would not make as good an experience, honestly, as it would be using it in an app like GoodNotes. But you have to keep your mental model on the idea that this is exactly the same as if it was pen and paper. You do not get digital features from the PDF itself, right? Yes. So that's the mental crossover challenge that I have, right? I I want this to be, let's say, interactive somehow. You want it to take advantage of the fact that it's on a computer. Right. Yeah. But it's literally a background that I will now write on top of. Yes. A piece of paper. So let's talk about the background. So in my, I got the the week, um, which it seems like it has more content in it than it's the, a two in, month in the week. Yeah, yeah it's like it's, a two month trial. I think that the, the product is called One Task Weekly Planner. Like it's that's the name of the product. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a weekly planner, but they give you when you buy the one euro a two month span. Now. Yeah, you know, because I, I would love to see them do it differently. But I, you sent me some screenshots of the one that you have. Uh, they gave you May June, which is kind of pointless now. Yeah, <laughs> halfway through June. But like you know, it's right. like they would have to be cutting up and chopping the thing. It costs a euro. The point is that you try it before going yes. in for the fifty-five euro version. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah, okay. but there are several different calendar options. There are some tracker options, habit trackers and different things, things you like to see in a planner, right? Like, you know, you have your particular way, things you like in a calendar. I have my particular things I like in a calendar. And then you get to what to me is the core of any calendar is your weekly, right? Either your daily or your weekly, however you like those layouts. Mm -hmm. Me, I like one week per page and those weeks have different blocks in it. Do you see the problem I'm seeing with this page? Over 50% um, the, of the daily entry is taken up by the number. I think it's two-thirds. It's wild. With the with the day yeah. and the date, there is one-third of the block left to write your notes in. Yeah, I would it's like to propose... absolutely ridiculous. ...the middle ground that they decided not to go for. I know why they've done this, right? When well, you yeah, look because at that, so they can have those quotes... Well, I, I well, no, uh, when I look at the 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 daily page, right? What they I don't even know what they they call it, but like the journal itself, right? It isn't mm-hmm. like the 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 actual weekly planner portion, mm-hmm. and you've got like the large number, and you're supposed to, I guess, write things in there every day, whatever you'd write. They've put the large numbers on there because it is very visually appealing, right? Like, oh, when, it looks awesome. It looks awesome. Now, if they would have just made that a very light version of the colors, you could write mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. But the colors are too dark. So all you can use is the dotted stuff underneath. Like, it's not efficient in any stretch of the imagination. And then you end up back in the problem that we we're in before of like, if this was a printed product, you would be annoyed about the fact that they're taking up so much space, right, on the page. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's a digital product, you get that idea in your mind where you're like, oh, maybe like I can do something about this. But you can't because it's just like paper, right? Because right. if it was digital, you could imagine, oh, I will just tap this and I'll get a bigger field to write in and it's just going to show me a condensed version. But like that's mm-hmm. not what this product is. So it, it, I think that there is a 
very diff- definite to me uh, form over function here, which I would just like to point out is the exact opposite of the uh, iPod <laughs> because the iPod was very functional. It was beautiful, but it was very functional. And one mm-hmm. could argue as well, the same being for the uh, the T3 transistor radio thing. Yeah, and I'll, I'll argue against their analog planners, which I found to be extremely efficiently designed Yes, and why I love them so much. This was the planner, if you recall, that I fell in love with, and then they decided to not make my format in 2020, and that's when I got into the William Hanna because it had the format that I liked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I definitely think this is form over function, which leads us into the price point. I get it. Like, I don't want to I don't want to crush this product whatsoever. Like, I like what they're trying to do. And I appreciate I that don't they think... are attempting to adapt, right? Like this product I yeah. would assume exists because they're having other issues in their in their business, I would expect. Sure. And look, sure. if me and Brad make planner product, well I I more than you. Like you make notebooks mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I make a planner. Right. So like I understand yeah. the the desire to want to have a product because you can't get your shipping right. But it, yeah. you know, like the, people have asked for digital versions of the theme system, but it's not the product that I want to make for reasons like this because I just don't I don't believe in the trade-offs and if you want a digital product, you could probably just use a like a digital notebook. Like I don't think yeah. that I can offer a product which is good enough as a digital product. Right. I, I what I think we're at is I th- I think we've written down the recipe, but we haven't given it enough time in the oven yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they have some good ideas here, but I think the execution was built around marketing over functionality, like you were saying earlier. Mm. Right. It's it's super good looking. Right. It pulls your. It, it makes you go look at it and say, "Wow, this is cool." Then you open it up and it's like where do I even write things? Yeah, there's too <laughs> like, many sections. They've, <laughs> I, I believe that they've tried to do too many things. So they have a homepage, which is hilarious, self-care journal, key date slash gift list, meal planner, workout log, habit tracker, stickers, Sunkeen book, and then the uh, actual daily and monthly pages that they have, like a monthly calendar and then the, the, the daily calendar that they have. Um, yeah. It's, in my opinion, it's not focused enough mm-hmm. and when I see these planners that have these million sections in them, I get overwhelmed. I get daunted because yep. I feel like it's too much that you're asking me to do. And then I feel like, how much should I be filling in every day? Am I doing enough of this? Like I've, I've found that those products to be too much for me. Um, so I, it's the reason why I went ahead and made my own layout, which turned into a product that I like because it's more, it's more simple and flexible and I'm really not, I mean, I can, it's no point in me. I'm not trying to sell the theme system to you here because you can't buy it right now. <laughs> like, it's merely just talking about like where I come from with this. And I just think that there's way too much going on in this product to make it something that I would want to use because there'd be too much stuff that I wasted, but I spent 55 euro on it. Yeah, that's a big barrier to entry. So let's talk about these price points real quick. So I think the 55 euro is your individual annual planner okay and you would get the full month of what what i'm seeing as the in the in the trial the full year for what i'm seeing for the month in the trial and then the two other um i guess price points i think that's like is that like i'm reading it more as like hey this is the corporate version right yeah so we the, the design the it with logos and, and the 500 euro versions you for the 200 version you can get colors and your own brand put on it Mm-hmm. I don't really know why, because like, are they then thinking that you would give it out to your entire company? And then if that's the case, 200 euro isn't enough money. I, I don't really understand that yes. uh, product. The 500 euro version uh, also includes custom layout options that you could, uh, that you could choose. Um, yeah, and I think some of it comes with a physical planner too, like a paper planner. It, I don't think this thing is fleshed out yet. I think this is like an alpha type of thing that they're that they're putting out there to me. Like they have all these like a bunch of the notes on the product descriptions page are like coming soon things. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. it's a big ass. But like that that tells me more about the idea that this is a company that is attempting to adapt to the current geopolitical 
mm-hmm. place that they're in, right? So they're yeah. trying to adapt their business to be like, okay, well, if we can't, I don't know if they're having shipping problems, but if they conceive of that or they're like, all right, we've had this idea. We think we can make more money than we're currently making, which could be a good thing right now, um, then go for it. But I think that this this product, I, th- I believe, requires more thought mm-hmm. in it. So so let's wrap this up on a little bit of disclosure. I'm talking to Fyodor Sumkin in the background as of this morning mm. because when I ordered my trial, the file did not show and the page uh, was getting an error. And then I retried it this morning and I got the same error. So I sent them an email saying, hey, you know, I, I, I can't get the file. And then the file magically appeared before they replied. I don't think, I think it was just like a coincidence. I don't think that they pushed anything. So I got the file and then Fyodor started um, emailing me. And in the end, like we were just going back and forth. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out this this calendar. You know, I like how it looks and we're going to talk about it. I told him we're going to talk about it on the podcast today. And he sent me the full version of this calendar, like the unlocked, like the 55 euro version um, right before the show. So I haven't had time to look into it. But like I like I think a lot of pen addicts would have a tough time like the figuring out how to efficiently use this, but I could see like more digital, like, you know, iPad for everything type of people maybe getting into things like this, which um, other, other people also make. So anyway, I'm talking to Fedor in the background and mostly (laughs) we're going to be talking about maybe making some paper planners in the future, but not a digital one. (laughs) Sorry if I've torpedoed your uh, business deals. Oh no, my, no, my I don't. Ram's opinions. Oh no, I agree with the opinions. I just think it's funny. It's just like all of a sudden we started this conversation. It's like, hey, I couldn't get the file. Can you help me out? And then the file showed up, and then all of a sudden we're on an email chain, <laughs> <laughs> which which is cool because I want to talk about the paper stuff because it's so good. Sumkin paper is fantastic. I just yep. didn't use it this year because they didn't have my format. So there you have it. I wanted to bring this. I want. I put this topic in not because of the screenshot you sent me, but because I wanted to pick your brain because this is not a realm that I dabble in at all. Like how to use the iPad for um, planners and tasks. Like I get it for notes and you know work type of stuff, but for a setup like this, I was very confused. So I appreciate you humoring me with uh, your insight on this. And I think yeah. it's like an even bigger topic we could explore. I just don't know the questions to ask right now because it feels so foreign to me. Yeah, for me, it's just like that, that. this is this is what my pens and my paper are for. Like I, yep. the, the digital tools don't work for me in this regard when I'm just drawing on a PDF. Uh, right. I would want it to be actually taking advantage more of what the digital platform can do for me as opposed to trying to replicate the pen and paper experience in a digital way because i I just think that that is it's not really the best of any world Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's perfectly said all right i got a bunch bunch more uh new products i want to talk about you know every now and then we get kind of a rash of things or i get a backlog of of things i want to talk about Mike and the latest from Tactile Turn is the side click. So it's a sort of bolt action idea of a pen. And if you pull this up in the link in the show notes, these are actually just going on sale today. This is uh, a coincidence. Will sent me these pens a couple weeks ago, knowing that he was going to launch them soon. Um, and he asked me, you know, if I wanted to review them. And I said, of course, I want to review them and send me one to give away, which he did. So I'll be doing all of that soon. It just happens to be that they're the by the time you listen to this podcast, these pens should be launched on Tactile Turn. But what this is, Mike, is he designed this button mechanism, and it cracks me up here. Listen real quick. That's pretty solid, right? Like, uh-huh. I think you could hear that. So that was me retracting the tip of the pen so you click it down like that and then you unclick it with the button on the side it's a cool mechanism and that's difficult engineering for a pen to get that to work correctly like i and he goes through will does a great job of getting into the weeds on this post we'll link into the show notes if you're interested in this style of pen the funniest part is he mentioned his idea came from a pen called the Mitsubishi Boxy, which I think a lot of people might be familiar with. I've 
familiar with it. Um, I've reviewed it on the blog before. It's essentially the entry-level ballpoint for Uni Mitsubishi. It's like a $1 or less pen or the the pen you buy you know, in dozens for your office. It's like a cool barrel, poor writing ballpoint pen, like exactly what you'd expect from an office cabinet. But it has this really unique mechanism where you click in the knock on the top and then you retract it by hitting this button on the side. So Will's taken that idea, turned it into a tactile turn style pen, and it came out great. So I'm going to review the the titanium. There's there's three different sizes. I'm going to review the titanium short, and then I'm going to give away a copper standard, which is the full size. So the full size one fits like the G2 and the uh, Pilot Juice refills, those longer refills, and the shorter ones fit the uh, the Parker style refills. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good. I love what Will does. He has really stepped up his game over the last few years. I'm a I'm a fan, and um, just you know, keep an eye out on these pens if this is something you're looking for. And then I'll be giving away. I'll probably do the giveaway next week for the copper one. So stay tuned for that. But I just really like the explanation and details that Will went into on the creation of this pen. It's pretty cool. This is a a funny thing to me um, because it's an an idea of how companies evolve and mm-hmm. the way that they're branded. Like this pen doesn't turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, there there is a turn in the nose cone to get the refill out. But yes, I get you. Right, but like the idea tactile turn, I think probably came from the bolt action. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yep. Um, tactile, it is still and f- very much so. Uh, so yeah. it's still got fifty percent of it in there, but but I like that. <laughs> but the, the 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 bigger point that I want to make with this is that I like that they are not sticking too much to the idea of what tactile turn makes, and they've had a good idea for a product that they want to execute on. So they've moved ahead with that, and so now mm-hmm. it's like I don't know, like tactile press or whatever, you know. But like, it's this is. This is a the, an evolution of a business, right? Like they go through yeah. different things and make different products, and this is a, a an example of that. So the chat room would like to make a counterpoint to your turn, Mike. Okay. These are the all of the pins are turned on a lathe. Is so that the expectation of where the name came from? Yes. Hmm. So all of these pins, when they're machined, they're turned. Hmm. So how's that? That's 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 something to consider, I think. But what I'm asking mm. is, like, is that why it's called Tactile Turn? I guess Will can um, answer. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get Will. We'll get, we need to have Will on the show. We'll have Will on the show one of these years. Okay. <laughs> you see how, see, that, see how I dated it there, Mike, to protect us? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go check out the, the Tactile Turn. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with lathe turn, Mike. I, I, I oh, think, yeah? I think Will is safe in the naming convention of his company. Mm, okay. Mm. All right. So let's talk about our good friends at Squarespace. And then I want to brag about something like super, super simple. Make your next move with Squarespace. They will let you easily create a website for your next idea or project. You can grab a unique domain name, take advantage of award-winning templates, and so much more. No matter what type of site you want to make, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that will let you do it. There's nothing to install or patch or upgrade. They have got you covered, and they have all of the functionality that you're looking for. Blog functionality, portfolio functionality, store functionality. They have so many templates that you can choose from to help you kind of get started, and then you can drag and drop in the functionality that you need and it's all super customizable they have really great font options they make recommendations of font pairings that work well together which i really like and i just love that no matter what type of website i want to make they have the tools for me so i just put together a website a few days ago where i wanted a blog part which i did like like just a text field and then a form that people could fill out and it's like, oh, yeah, Squarespace can do all of that. And then they can also connect with my Google Sheets account. So every time somebody fills out that form, it just goes into a Google Sheet because I don't want to receive those by email. But you can do whatever you want, and they have those integrations. I really love the flexibility of Squarespace. It just makes it easy because then I can build what I want without having to know how to do it from scratch, which is important for me because that will slow me down when I have ideas. Squarespace have 24-7 customer support as well. So if you need any help, or if the person that you're suggesting set up a Squarespace website needs any help, they have a team right there to help them. 
Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, but you can get a free trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com slash penaddict. And then when you sign up, use the offer code penaddict and you'll get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and show your support for this show. Once again, that is squarespace.com slash penaddict and the code penaddict for 10% off your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for the continued support of this show and all of Relay FM. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. This is one of the silliest stances that I have in in the stationary world <laughs> in Hi. that how important I think the Sailor Manio Inc. lineup is. Like, I think it's a very silly talking point. But to me, it's one of those minutia things that I really dig into and okay. am so happy that this ink exists because following sake, Sailor's path in ink creation since I started the pen addict and getting into fountain pens like a decade ago has been to it's it's been an exercise in the weird, right? So Sailor made probably the best stock inks you could buy in the Sailor Gentle Ink lineup. They were fairly priced. They were like eighteen dollars a bottle and they were fifty milliliter bottles. They the colors were spectacular and the performance was great. And they would release new colors, you know, once a year, give us eight new colors and kind of retire out these other colors. And that's fine. But they always kept that price point in that size. Mm -hmm. And then something happened along the way about two years ago where they retired that lineup, came back with a completely new lineup that added like 50% to the price and shrunk the bottle size to like 30 milliliters. These are these are raw numbers. I'm I don't have the exact details, but like it's it's easy to see that they like went straight from a base ink lineup to a premium ink lineup and removed the base ink lineup. I was like, what is happening here? This doesn't make sense. It's like, how can I support Sailor's ink lineups when they're doing this? And this is their main ink lineups, right? I'm not counting in all their store brands that they do. I'm not counting the Sailor Ink Studio series that they do. Those are all specialty. I'm talking about main retail inks. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is not what this is not why I love Sailor Inks. I, what is going on here? And then last year, out of the blue, when they have all of these weird, weirdly priced, very expensive per milliliter inks, they come out with a lineup called Sailor Manio. And the minute I saw it, I was like, wow, these are going to be like crazy expensive because they went back to 50 milliliter bottles and I'm sure it's going to be outrageously priced. And they're not, they're like $20. It's like back to the Sailor Gentle Ink lineup. And I did like a happy dance around my house, okay. right? Because good. these inks are so good. Like this stuff matters to me. This is like why we have the Panatic podcast. This doesn't matter to anybody. But as someone who watches, who's constantly said Sailor is like my number one ink, like they were not for a while because the price didn't match the the value that you got. And the Manio inks were super well received as they should have been. They are really good quality, really unique colors, really great performance, really great price, really good value. And they're going to keep it going. So there's a round two of Sailor Manio inks is hitting in August. And this just makes me happy for complete stationary nerd reasons that sailor wants to have a main retail ink lineup on top of having all the specialty stuff that they do so i'm very happy that these inks exist thank you sailor for hopefully you realize the error of your ways because you left a big hole in the market a couple of years ago with all the shenanigans you were going through with trying to figure out how to make and sell these inks to your customers and the manio is it it's the ticket they're fantastic and i can recommend them wholeheartedly so the only thing that caught me a little bit by surprise i didn't realize with the first round of eight inks of manio so they're coming out with another eight this this year um that they're calling these overseas exclusive inks what do you think that means uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess like well, everywhere but Japan. Like I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess that doesn't make. I don't know why exactly they would do that, but 
Right. It's like a it's a retail release, right? This is not special limited or anything. It's a retail release, but everywhere but Japan. That's how I read that, which I don't care. Like that's that's fine, but I it's a little bit interesting. And I don't know, is that in response to the feedback they got at their pricing fiasco from a couple years ago? I, I don't know. But I, I found that wording to be interesting. Not that I know what it means, so it's pretty pretty interesting. Hmm. So anyway. New Sailor Manio inks. There's going to be a, a bright green one. There's the, it's we don't have great pictures yet. Um, this is from the the link in the show notes will be from Sailor North America's Instagram page. But there's going to be some cool colors, and um, I, I highly recommend these inks. Um, they're just they're fantastic. I use them all the time. All right, Mike. Mm. As excited as you were to hear me talk about Sailor Manio inks, I know you were on the edge. You were on the edge of your seat to hear me talk about the new Blackwing Volume Three, the Ravi Shankar pencil. Right? So excited! You've pre-ordered this, right? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't talk about the limited edition stuff as much as we used to like religiously it was like every release every field notes release every retro release every blackwing release this one's a stunner i just wanted to point this out because wow is it good looking and it's music based i mean ravi shankar if you haven't heard the name or the music of ravi shankar you would maybe know him by his affiliation with george harrison of the beatles who uh whom George like learned to play the sitar from Ravi Shankar and Ravi lived until like his nineties. Like he played music from when he was young to when he was very old. He's like a hall of fame level, um, creator and he's just amazing. And the, the way they, um, made this pencil, I think it's one of the best looking pencils. Like I'm not going to order it. I'm like, I'm trying to be good. Like I don't need another dozen pencils, but this one's pretty hard not to order just by the, uh, the way they created the design and the story around the pencil is right up my alley. So I just wanted to point this out for you, Mike, um, be, not being a pencil guy. They even did some, um, they did some music releases with these and printed some, printed some vinyl oh, nice. with oh, these. That's really so good looking. it's a, it's a really, like exceptional release from Blackwing, and uh, I just think the the design is is really of the pencil. If you just took out the story completely and just had the pencil, it it would be like a knockout. But then to have the story on top of it, I think it's pretty cool. So I just wanted to point that out um, as uh, one of the most recent releases um, in in the limited edition area of our our stationary world. This one came out sometime this week, yesterday, or something like that. But very cool. I'm not gonna buy it. I it's it's I I'm, I might eat my words on that one. This one I I might need to see that one on my desk eventually. So I think it looks great. Yeah, it does. It does. But I know you're not not the pencil guy. Uh, um, yeah, it's fair. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I I will not dog you for not liking wooden pencils. Good. I will dog you about other things. That's fine. I I gotta save. I gotta save my ammo. All right. So last new product, Mike. And I want your opinion on this, even though this is not totally your thing, but it's more understandable than a pencil. It's the Pilot Vanishing Point 2020 limited edition. So every year Pilot releases one limited edition. Um, Last year was the turquoise. I forget the name of it, but you know which one I'm talking about, like the turquoise swirly one. This one's called Black Lynx. It's an all black vanishing point with a guilloche finish or a guilloche pattern on the majority of the barrel. What are your thoughts on this pen before I get into it? I feel like I've seen this pen before. <laughs> well, you have. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so it's it's a combination of the standard black mat, right? Mm-hmm. So the very first vanishing point, my first gold nib fountain pen was the Pilot Vanishing Point black mat, which they still manufacture today. It's one of probably one of their single most popular sellers, best sellers. It's an all black barrel with black full black trim in a black nib unit. So it's completely blacked out. And then in 2016, the limited edition version that year was a guilloche barrel with silver trim. So you had the guilloche pattern, even though it was a shinier pattern, the new one, the black Lynx one looks more of a little bit matte finish. The guilloche in 2016 
had silver trim. So silver clip, silver belly band, silver nose cone, silver nib. And I, I owned, I bought that one. I ended up selling it because I didn't end up using it. And it was, it was great looking, right? It was a very popular, cool design. Um, this, the 2021 is a combination of that guilloche barrel and the black mat furniture and into making just a full black stealth with a pattern on it. Basically. Um, uh, it kind of, um, looks like the black carbon esque, like it, it relates to a lot in the vanishing points history, a lot of design cues in in vanishing points history. So it's obviously going to sell out like anything that's all black is going to sell out. But this I wanted to point out is what we're seeing with this simplicity in style versus last year's turquoise is what we talked about, I don't know, in an episode last year about how the design of Pilot's annual Vanishing Point limited edition alternates between the office, the Pilot's office in France and the Pilot's, Pilot's office in the U.S. So this is the French version. So if you take every other year, Mike, so last year, uh, so this year is the Black Links. Two years ago, 2018, is the Cross Lines. A lot of people called it the Burberry pen. Um, you, if you saw it, you would realize what it is. It's an all black. It's a black barrel with white lines kind of crisscrossing over it. The 2016 was the guilloche, as uh, the chat room would like me to say. Um, so you can tell that's the theme. Like the France office is definitely hitting this uh, black base theme. And then Pilot USA goes completely opposite like last year was the turquoise and then they've done those various like the crimson sunrise and the and the twilight all these wild gradient colors and really bright colors so i'm glad there's an alternating because i don't know that i'd want the france to do it every year they're fine but i like the bright colors and the vanishing points um much more than i like the dark ones even though this i think this one looks awesome um, again, I, like, I'm not going to buy this one. I don't need this one. I, I like my orange vanishing points better than this one. Like if I bought this one, I wouldn't use it. So it wouldn't be smart for me to buy it, even though it's like a limited edition thing, but it, this will sell out immediately. Don't you think? Well, yeah, because they all do, but I don't, for me personally, I don't see it. Well, cross lines did not sell out immediately. Uh, it, that was the worst one that has been made in probably a decade. And I, worse is relative, right? Worse is relative. It's completely fine and good looking. It's just not special enough to be a limited edition, I feel. This one's borderline. If I'm using saying special enough to be at a limited edition, it will 100% sell out quickly. Looking at the cross lines on again. Oh, yeah. That one was just ugly, though. Yeah. Like, I called like, it the Burberry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I I was thinking of something different. I wasn't remembering. Like, it was black with the white lines. When you said Burberry, right. I started thinking about Burberry pattern and, and then got lost yeah. in the idea of how I think <laughs> I would kind of like that pen. Um, but yes. um, the the thing about the cross lines one, I think, is that it, it took a very strong design position that some people mm-hmm. would be turned off by. Like, I don't like mm-hmm. it. Um, but the the... This new one, uh, the what is it? Just black links. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. way more subtle, which I think would therefore appeal to more people. But for me personally, it's super boring, and I yeah. wouldn't like it. So these these last three releases by uh, the the office in France seem like mainline releases to me, not like limited edition releases. Yes, like the twenty sixteen. Guilloche, the 2018 Cross Lines, and the 2020 Black Links, I could see all of those in the standard lineup. Even at a higher price point than, you know, your basic your basic color. You know, the next, like a next price point, just main release. They don't feel like limited edition-y enough for me. But that's just, that's personal preference and taste, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I said, this one will 100% sell out on like the first week or two of being available because you, you can't, you can't not sell all black pens. Like, they just fly off the shelf. People love their black pens, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
All right, is that is that a wrap for today? Should we hit some Ask TPA? What are you, what are you feeling, Mike? I think that might be a wrap Mike? for today. I think that we might be a wrap. We have a few Ask TPA, but not a huge amount. There's some really interesting questions, so I think we'll just tease those for next week. Um, what do you think? Yeah, and we need to ask people to send them in. So you can send in tweets with the hashtag Ask TPA if you have any questions you'd like to hear us ask on the show. You can send them by email to Brad at hello at penaddict.fm. No. Dot com. Dot com. I'm so used to dot .fms uh, as, mm. as, as my... Yeah, it's d- a disease. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't go that far. Mm. Um, but yeah, sure. Uh, if you <laughs> want to find Brad online, you can go to penaddict.com. He uh, streams live on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash penaddict. You can also find Brad on Twitter. He is at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. Uh, and it's Pen Addict on Instagram. I am I Mike I M Y K E. Thank you so much to the Canalea Pen Company and Squarespace for supporting the show, and also to all of our Relay FM members. Thank you so much for your continued support of the Pen Addict and Relay FM as well. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs> <laughs>